Welcome to the Life Changing Principles Podcast, where we take a new principle every week and explore how it changes our lives. I'm Leanne Hunt, ready to jump into today's principle. How do you get traction on your goals? That's what we've been uncovering is what are the underlying principles for getting traction on your goals? Today, what we're talking about is how to remember a goal. You can't get traction if you can't even remember to do it in the first place. So let's talk for a minute about why remembering to do a goal is so hard. If it's something that you want to do, then why can't you just remember that you're going to do it and then do it? So that actually brings up the very first point, which is, do you actually want to do the goal? Sometimes not remembering is actually not wanting to. It's something that maybe you think you should do. Maybe something, it's a goal that someone else gave to you. Sometimes remembering is not wanting to rather than just not creating the reminders that you need in order to do the goal. Why else is remembering a goal so hard? Well, it's a matter of context. The place and the time and the activity that you're doing when you set the goal are entirely different than the place and the time and the activity that you actually execute the goal in. Remembering is hard because you can't control memory or just do it on command. And it's also hard because it's connected to triggers. And so really when we end up remembering a goal, it's because we've set up reminder triggers and practiced them so that we can actually go about doing the goal. Remembering is also hard because there's a time passage. You do the, you, you set the goal on one day and then you do it on a different day. Remembering is also hard because change is just hard. It's also hard because our lives are busy with lots of really good things. And so sometimes the goals that we set are adding something new to our lives. And we don't always plan for the time that it takes to add that new thing to our lives. And also sometimes it's about the distractions of our busy lives. One of the first principles that we need to understand in order to create good reminders is that memory is associative. Memory comes because of triggers. You can trigger a memory because of a smell. You walk by a smell and it reminds you of something of your childhood. Memories can be triggered by sights, by sounds, by any of the senses. And so when we want to remember something, really the action that we take is to create a reminder that's associative, something that's gonna show up in the time and in the place that you actually want to do the goal. So how do we go about doing that part? Setting up a reminder in to show up in the time and in the place that it's going to occur. So in the time is easy. You can set up a phone alarm. And in case not all of you know, you can actually label those alarms in your smartphone so that when you say, you know, here's an alarm for two o'clock, you can give it a name so that it's like, oh, at two o'clock, I want to walk the dog or whatever it is that you're trying to remind yourself of. So timing is helpful to use with a smartphone because it, it will automatically just ring at that time and you can take a look at it and see what it is that you were going to be doing at that time. Other triggers can be created by thinking about the place you want to do the particular goal. So if you're setting a goal to floss your teeth, having the floss out on the counter or right next to your toothbrush instead of tucked away in a drawer somewhere is a trigger that reminds you, oh, this is something that I wanted to do. It's out and it's ready for me. If you have a goal of wanting to pay your bills the moment you get them in the mail, then putting a red piece of paper that says pay bills and tucking it in your mailbox, in your empty mailbox, so that next time you get the mail and you're going through it, 
that reminder shows up in the place where you're actually doing the mail. Maybe you have a goal to ask yourself every time you mindlessly open the fridge, are you doing what you want to be doing? So that's where the reminder note would go to put that in the refrigerator, taped to the shelf. Are you doing what you want to be doing? So that you can ask yourself that question the moment you open the refrigerator. Once we create these triggers, it's really important to actually practice them a couple of times to get our brain used to doing them. Now that seems kind of silly to practice opening the refrigerator and then asking yourself that question. But what happens is you're creating a pattern for an automaticity to come into your life. So there's a book called Thinking Fast and Slow, and it talks about brain research with our two systems of thinking. And of course it's more complex than this, but boiling it down, he basically said that we have one system that's very automatic in our brains. There's so much data coming in from all of our senses that we just have to pattern match and have really simple filtering things so that we can do things automatically. I can walk down a sidewalk while I'm reading a book because so much of my automatic brain is handling my balance and my peripheral vision and all the different things that are happening that I can do those things automatically. Our brains filter so much that sometimes the things they do automatically are not what we want them to do. And so we want to teach our subconscious brain to do new things automatically. The other part of our brain is the conscious thinking, pondering, like really thinking through something. It takes a lot of energy to use that part of our brain and our brain is always trying to conserve energy. And so if we want to use that conscious thinking part of our brain, we can practice a trigger a couple of times. And as we practice it, especially if we celebrate and go, yes, and get a little dopamine in there to associate the memory with the trigger. As we practice it, it begins to put it into our automatic brain so that we can begin to do this thing that we're trying to trigger ourselves to do. We'll be more likely to do it if we practice it just a tiny bit. There's another principle that goes along with this context of setting a goal now and then remembering it later in the future. If we set up a good trigger and we actually have it arise up and we do remember the goal, there's also the idea of being in the mood and still wanting to do the goal. And that sounds trivial, but really it's not. The scientists who study this call this kind of memory, prospective memory. And when they study this, they really talk about it as realizing delayed intentions. So when you set an intention, there's kind of a mood to it. There is an energy level to it and there's an autonomy to it. When you set an intention, you choose it. And there's a reason in that moment that you're choosing that intention. But when you want to realize, which is to make come to pass or make come true, a delayed, because there's some time spent here, intention, like what you wanted to do, it's helpful to be able to recreate that sense of energy, that sense of mood, and that sense of autonomy. So how are we going to do that? First of all, we realize that over time, those things do change. They're always going to ebb and flow. There's always a roller coaster pattern to our moods, to our energy levels, to our mindsets and the thoughts that we're thinking in our heads at the time to our sense of autonomy, all of these things are gonna ebb and flow. So recognizing that fact helps us to plan for it and have it be no big deal when we're not in the mood to do the goal that we set out to do earlier. 
So there's at least three things that we can do to recreate this mood when we get reminded of our goals. One of them is to prepare the environment for our goals. When we lower the barrier of starting this new goal that we want to do by getting the running shoes out and ready or by having your floss already out on the counter by the toothbrush for a little while or whatever it is that you need to do to create environmentally, you can make it easier to cross that hurdle of your goal by changing and setting up the environment ahead of time as a part of your goal setting process. Another thing that we can do is to remind ourselves of our purpose. Sometimes when we see our goals, it looks like just kind of a typical little to-do list and we forgot that we're the ones who actually set the goal. We feel like we're being pushed around by our old self. And so in order to get ourselves back into the mood of that purpose, we can remind ourselves with a little note, with a little object that reminds us of the purpose. You can actually intentionally create your own mood or your own emotions. So I was in a study in my Harvard Positive Psychology class where we learned how to intentionally create a specific affect or feeling that we wanted to create. And we did this for a series of weeks so that we could um, measure how it affected our well-being. And so we had to choose an emotion that we wanted and I wanted this feeling of, of focus and purpose around my work. And so I created a little savoring corner that I would look at every morning and interact with every morning for a couple of minutes. So in mine, it had a book that was called Choose Your Life that just reminded me that I'm choosing my own business and nobody's telling me to do this, so I get to do it of my own free will. Then I had a statue of two little people, which was reminding me that I wasn't doing this alone. There were people who loved this idea, people who were supporting me, people who were who had my back. And then I had these fresh flowers reminding me that, hey, this is like a living thing and a whiteboard marker to remind me that I wanted to teach with clarity. And as I had this little tiny corner of these objects and I would interact with them and just kind of hear what they had to say to me each morning, I would walk away feeling more motivated and more focused and ready to begin my work because I had been reminded of my purpose and why I was doing this. A third thing that we can do in order to set this mood for our goal when it is time to actually do it, when we remember to do it, is to remind ourselves of our autonomy. So I used to plan my week and on Sunday nights. And so then on Thursday, I would see something on my list and I kind of wouldn't want to do it. And so after a while, I ended up just avoiding my planner because I didn't want to not do the things I had planned. And so I kind of got frustrated with myself. I finally got around this problem by writing myself notes in my planner to remind myself of my autonomy. My notes would sound something like this. Dear Leanne, you decided on Sunday that you wanted to meal prep on Wednesday because you want to eat healthier. You might not feel like meal prepping today. And if so, that's fine. You don't have to do it. But I just wanted to remind you why I set this goal in the first place and how excited I was about the idea of meal prepping so that the weekend would go better and the last half of the week would go better. Good luck. It might seem a little bit strange to have your past and future selves talk to each other, but I have such an overdeveloped sense of autonomy that this worked really well for me. I didn't feel bossed around anymore by my old me telling my new me what to do. And so it helped me to be more in the mood to actually do the goal when I was reminded to do it, when my little reminder showed up in the time and place that I was going to do the goal. 
Setting up reminders in order to remember a goal is just part of the goal loop process. A goal loop has seven steps, and this is the third step to remember the goal. And it's not just something we can do on command. We have to set up a reminder for the goal. Now, if our reminder doesn't work the first few times, that's okay. It's no big deal. It's part of a goal loop. So at the end of the loop, you just ask the questions, what went well and why, what didn't go well, and what did I learn? And then you can adjust the goal to maybe add a different kind of reminder or to decide if you really want to do this goal. You can adjust and move on and figure out a reminder that works for you. Thanks for being here and taking a little time out of your busy life for personal development. I applaud you for that. We take change one step at a time. You're already on your way. You're already enough. You've got this. Have a great week and we'll see you for the next principle.